Hey everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here and Happy New Year, everyone. Well, I'm hoping it's happy for as many of you as possible as we go into our predictions for 2023. We're joined by Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor. And this has become kind of, kind of a tradition for us to do prediction videos. And we recently completed a video on what we got right in 2022, as we predicted at the end of 2021. And it was most things. Unfortunately, we've been vindicated far too much because conspiracy theorists keep getting proven right. And it's not even as much as conspiracy theorists anymore. It's conspiracy realism because we know that they are conspiring against us. And anyone that doesn't recognize that there are a vast global psychopathic pedophile satanic elite that are you know conspiring against us ha don't have their head on straight how have you not been paying attention for the past se several years or century really um, i'm gonna <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go into um what predictions i have for this year and i'm just gonna go over um you know simplified what i have predicted for the next year but we are going to dig into it deeper further on in the show um, piece by piece and try and break it down. I have predictions. Tim Pachote has predictions. I urge people, by the way, to go and check out thelibertyadvisor.com. And if you want to become a client with Tim Pachote, he is a certified financial planner. And if he has been getting all these predictions right, isn't that the kind of financial you know, planner that you want going forward? Um, of course, you should have the finger on that pulse. So I'm going to quickly uh, read off some of the examples I have for the year 2023, which I title as the year of the cashless society. Let's get into this. So number one, I have further COVID entry restrictions. We're already starting to see that. Again, we're going to get into all these in depth after I mentioned a new plague following uh, a bio warfare uh, simulation, which we've seen recently. I wrote down a higher a higher death levels in 2022 following the vax. We already saw 163% increase in death year over year in 2022, according to Lincoln National, one of the top insurance companies in the world. So again, we have that evidence already backing us up. I, I wrote year of the cash society, as I mentioned, extremely fast rollout of uh, CBDCs. I wrote down 15 minute cities and how they will be expanded. I wrote banks crack down on anti-establishment figures as censorship ramps up. Dollar loses reserve status or at least sees beginning of the end. Inflation skyrockets. Housing market sees historic fall. Less national sovereignty. That goes without saying. Tensions get crazier in Europe and Russia and temporary ceasefire is offered. Supply, uh, energy crisis turns desperate. The supply chain breaks down. Private car travel banned in several major city centers. More restrictions of plane travel. Trans woke ideology faces backlash. Some of Epstein's clients are exposed. Hollywood sees worse returns ever, no doubt. Uh, gold and silver spike alongside privacy coins. And mass exodus from Facebook and motions by states to secede. Those are my predictions for 2023. And in this video today, Tim is also going to break down a bunch of his predictions as well. And we are going to go into detail as to why we believe this to happen. These videos always go long. So I wanted to give you the short synopsis first. Before we start this off, I want you guys to check out this quick promotion to help keep independent media alive. We'll be right back. 
My friends, 2023 is the year of the cashless society. And what's more, they will utilize that to bankrupt us, to starve us, to freeze us. And we have a responsibility as individuals to take action today when it comes to what faces us in the near future. We need to stock up. We need to prepare. This is how we win the war. So I urge people to check those links below for heavensharvest.com and get long-term storable foods that are non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of those products in the United States. And even if you're not in the United States, I still urge you to use code WAM because it keeps you alive and us alive at the same time. Again, the way we win this war for humanity is by being prepared. No shot ever has to be fired. It comes down to you as individuals being prepared because that is what they expect the least. As the globalists go for our throats and try and create a system of dependence in the Great Reset, it is extremely important that in the face of the control collapse of the supply chain, the energy grid, and all these things that we as individuals have what we need to keep ourselves and our families safe. If you look at the actual products, the, the non-GMO storable foods, the heirloom seeds, you will see that you're actually saving money versus what you would spend with inflation and shortages of food as we face obviously a diesel crisis and a shortage as well, then you would actually end up spending. You are saving money at the end of the day, my friends. You are saving money on this food and again, you are saving your life. Don't wait until the shelves are empty. Don't wait until they make you eat the bugs, drink the sewage, as Klaus Schwab says, and are placated and distracted by video games and on drugs, as Yuval Noah Harari says. We as individuals have a responsibility before us, and I hope we all take it seriously. So check that link for heavensharvest.com. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and also check out whamsurvival.com for long-term storable foods. You save a bunch of money if you go through us on there as well. There are so many options. There's so many solutions. There are no excuses in 2023. All right, we're back with Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor. Again, thelibertyadvisor.com. We are making our predictions for 2023. And I'm going to start off with the first one I mentioned previous to the ad, which is further COVID entry restrictions, a new plague following biowar simulation. Now, the reason I say that is, well, first of all, the UK, Milan, and of course, the United States have already brought in entry restrictions for China in almost the exact same pattern that we saw at the beginning of 2020. Now, you didn't think that they were going to give up on their opportunity to enslave people to um, pushing them into their locales. That's part of the Great Reset is to stop people from traveling, having perspective, keeping them in small places, which we'll go into far more later. And mentioning this new plague, they have done a, a bunch of biowarfare simulations in recent months that include people like Fauci and Bill Gates, again, Event 201 comes to mind. And it seems as though they are going to attempt in 2023 to um, bring in a new illness. And it's hard to believe that they wouldn't. But I would mention with that, will it work? I'm not sure it will work. Um, mostly because, you know, monkeypox, with Tim, which Tim predicted in our 2022 video, um, didn't work so well. They tried. But it didn't work so well because a lot of people are sick and tired of being enslaved by the fear of invisible enemies like um, disease or terrorism. Being what do you sick think, and tired. <laughs> yeah, being sick yeah, people and are tired. sick and tired of being propagandized of always having to be worried about being sick and tired. But you know, we predict a lot of things. 
a lot of like crazy outlandish things, like things that you, you know, are very low odd type things when you, you know, pull, you know, monkey pox out of, out of thin air. We pull all, I mean, it, because it's not out of thin air. It's, it's based upon our own research and best guesses. But with that said, this is all for informational purposes and educational purposes. There's a fun video over here. But one thing that, you know, we don't necessarily have to predict because it's just baked into the cake and baked into the math of where things are going is an eventual financial crisis just because of the fact that everything is just absolutely just built on a complete, uh, you know, foundation of basically quicksand. And so eventually people are going to need, not eventually, you should be getting prepared now. And so while we make all these other kind of like, cutesy predictions and things and not really cutesy not to minimize these predictions because obviously it has a lot of real world impacts but you know there are major things in terms of eventually the dollar collapsing and eventually uh you know some other bigger things and so when josh well that's what it was all about getting... it, it, that whole thing was a litmus test this covid stuff was just a test to see how they can roll out cbdc's and bring us into that which we're getting into next but yeah continue yeah, which is why, you know, about two months into it, you and this is what woke up Edward Dowd, which I go, because everyone's like touting him as like the new Pied Piper and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, congratulations that you figured this out, you know, several months into COVID where, you know, people like Josh and I were talking about this before they even had the lockdowns here uh, and quarantines and all this stuff, you know, back in, you know, late January and February. Um, but yeah, getting back. Yeah. So I did also have on my list as well. Uh, I had that. I actually thought that by February that all non-US citizens coming into the US uh, would have to get a PCR test and that maybe by March they even start forcing uh, the U.S. slaves to get one as well. So, yeah, so I could definitely see them trying to ramp up the, uh, you know, the tyranny when it comes well, to I should add, Tim, that the United States continues to be one of the only countries in the world that still asks for vaccines for non-American citizens. So to this day, Canadians and Mexicans and, and Europeans going into the United States have to show a vax pass still to the airlines, though um, Border Patrol at, on the ground don't usually actually ask for it. And if they do, they can't legally ask for the pieces of papers. But since when do we expect henchmen with low IQ to um, actually, you know, follow the so-called law that the ink on paper that they're there to allegedly enforce? So, yeah, I definitely believe that that's definitely going to happen going forward. And uh, on top of that, I also think higher death levels than 2022 following the vax. That's that was the next one I had on there was this idea that um, we're, we are seeing a die off and it's only just begun. And I don't think people really have a, a hold of the reality, the magnitude of this as of yet. We see people dying suddenly left and right. We saw 163% increase in death year over year in 2022. But again, 2023, as time goes on, as people get older, there's more reasons for people to have health issues, especially after they've uh, injected themselves with easily one of the most dangerous substances in the history of humankind. What do you think about the vax and what, what other predictions do you have regarding uh, COVID and plagues going forward before we get into the cash of society and all that? You know, I know I mentioned this last year. Um, I think they might actually, because I think they, they failed. Maybe monkeypox is sort of like their trial balloon. They figured out, you know, it works, it doesn't work. And so now maybe they want to like re-engineer that with smallpox this time, which is probably really just going to be a vaccine uh, reaction, you know, like a shingles-like reaction that they can't test for anyways. Which, so they'll just try out their PCR test with that because, you know, smallpox would be a lot more devastating than, you know, COVID in air quotes was. So, <clears throat> So maybe so I think people will not get too scared of a, another coronavirus coming down the pipeline. So I think they need to have something that's going to be you know a little bit more impactful. And 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 it seems like 
you know, given everything they're doing with, you know, Bill Gates warning about, you know, smallpox and Merck last year's, you know, warning about smallpox. It's just, you know, an Operation Dark Winter was a tabletop exercise. I believe that was at Johns Hopkins as well in 2001 called Operation Dark Winter, which actually was a bioweapon terror attack involving smallpox. So I think that is one of the things that could be in their back pocket, but there could be many things. So now, now there's like the triple demic, the RSV and the coronavirus and the flu and all the stuff they're trying to just trot out at once. So, I mean, they're going to definitely try doing as much, hitting us with as much as possible, but then, you know, they could also have that and, you know, a hotter war with, uh, you know, Russia and China going on, or uh, at least, you know, officially having U.S. boots on the ground in Ukraine. I know that they're probably, I mean, you and I already know that they're basically already there anyways, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they were there in actual official capacity, because there's always when things get admitted versus when things are actually happening. I mean, it was still a conspiracy. The U.S. had a drone program up until like 2012, even though the CIA had been doing that for years. So, uh, so in terms of COVID-related predictions uh you know i had the negative pcr test and i also thought that they would maybe try to you know kind of piggybacking off of last year's maybe try to bring back uh you know smallpox and and right. maybe have that be uh what is going to propagate well, people which will probably be some sort of vaccine reaction so well i think all, both of us are probably chomping at the bit to finally put this covid stuff behind us but i just think that they're gonna try i mean it, it, look they're gonna move on to the next thing which i'm positive of and they've used that as a litmus test but just because they're moving on to the next thing i think for obvious reasons they're because people complied so much in the past to some degree people will continue to supply or, or to comply to a smaller degree but they'll still comply so there's no reason for them to not keep trying to bring back a bit of that tyranny a bit of that tyranny over and over again until it um, is drained of all potential use. So I think that they will continue to try and push that as much as they can. And hell, they might even succeed with a big scale one if they can actually spray something in the air, put something in the water that actually mass murders people. They're putting mRNA in fruits and vegetables and in cows in places like uh, Washington State. And two out of the 10 cows that are uh, injected with the mRNA substance die suddenly. Um, so there is that. But yeah, I, I think let's move on because I do think that this is this always was the litmus test for the next. I just want to thing. piggyback off of the uh, spraying stuff in the skies. So they've been spraying stuff in the skies like crazy out here in Phoenix. And almost everyone I know who like eats organic and like never gets sick and healthy, including myself. <clears throat> there you go. With the cough right now, perfectly on cue. Uh, like all of us just got sick over the past week. It's like, like everyone, um, you know, around me got sick. And there was we, a lot of us were all outside. They've been spraying stuff like crazy because even though they're spraying stuff, you know, it still hasn't kept me from being outside. And so, you know, it's being one of the only areas in the country that's not freezing. You know, maybe they're using this as some sort of like litmus test on things and, you know, being a, you know, uh, stronger immune system than average. Like not really that big of a deal for me already on the come up from this. Not a big deal. But, um, you know, for older people, you know, it might be a big deal. So who knows? Well, yeah, it, it definitely is. And stuff, we know. We know that the United Nations openly admits uh, that they worked with the Spanish government in April and May of 2020 to spray metals in the air to combat COVID, which makes no sense because, by the way, one of the number one causes of loss in taste and smell is metals. And there's a new um, a new company called it's a startup called Make Sunsets, which has gone viral recently as MIT Technology Review had reported recently that they plan to uh, spray particles into the atmosphere to stop climate change. We know this is already happening. 
And of course, um, Natural News has come out with a few articles on this on top of the Gateway Pundit talking about this uh, idea of terraforming uh, the, the climate with chemtrails. So again, and in some cases, they're even calling them chemtrails in their own documents because it's easier than saying stratospheric. And the guy who they're quoting in there was, uh, I believe, David Keith, who actually he was saying it's a terrible idea because only the government should be doing it. It shouldn't be like yeah. a startup. But David <laughs> Keith was the guy running freaking Bill Gates program uh, that was covertly recorded in the documentaries. What in the world did they spring and why in the world did they spring? And, it, and just, I mean, so we're talking and I have no notes in front of me for this. This is David Keith, the same guy that's been running this thing forever, is even the guy that they quote in this. And so and and like, keep oh, in mind that Bill in Gates. December, December and in, into January of 2021, Bill Gates um, also funded a startup in order to do this very thing to block out the sun. It sounds like Mr. Burns, doesn't it? So again, I do believe that, again, if you can make people sick with this stuff and everyone thinks you're crazy, if you point to the sky and say they're doing these things, then they're going to continue doing that and they're going to up it, up their ante a bit. And, and, then, what, and then, then what's, and then they're mainly spraying, you know, uh, barium and aluminum, uh, barium is uh, BA, aluminum, AL, ball. I mean, like, like yeah, oh, I know, double. exactly. And then aluminum and how aluminum and mercury reacts. Actually, somebody sent me a video on this yesterday. Like when those two react, like it makes like this, I mean, I'm not a biologist or something, but it makes it's like this like like mound that sort of like this comes up like these like fibrous strands that sort of come up like out of out of out of nowhere yeah, uh, actually one of my neighbors sent me this video and i'm like and it's good having like awake neighbors who uh you know know about the stuff who also aren't vaccinated who are uh you know he knew about like james corbett and stuff so he sent me this video and he's and it was specifically about like spraying stuff and then like what what it does uh you know yeah. to the interaction of those two chemicals yeah, absolutely. There, I mean, we've seen that with the vaccines and these strands um, and the combination of those things. And also aluminum is one of the number one causes. Well, is, I think, I believe the number Alzheimer's. one cause of Alzheimer's and causes cancer as well. So imagine that when we have a 4,000% increase in cancer year. Over. I think there was a story of like uh, from the Wizard of Oz, like the actual Tin Man. I think like the original Tin Man, I'm doing this with no notes, I think was like painted with real aluminum. I think he died. And by the way, as, as we get into the Cash and Society thing, I just want to quickly throw this up on the screen because I mentioned the cancer rates are, are going up like crazy. Get your apricot seeds. Check that link below, rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center. We've heard about it from G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer, and it's really skyrocketing right now so there's an option in the description where you can actually buy the stuff before we can no longer get stuff delivered to our door possibly possibly in 2023 we'll see what happens here there's going to be a temporary a temporary pause on the supply chain i believe to some degree but uh that that brings me to the next point as i said at the beginning of this video i truly believe that 2023 will be the year of the cashless society and now this litmus test has been um brought from the um well the tyrannical covid vaccine passes the qr codes etc we're seeing it happen across the board if you've been in london england recently which i have you will not find atms almost anywhere and when you do they're almost always out of money and when you go to a restaurant or a business almost all of them only accept credit card and the credit score was also in itself a litmus test over, since 1989 for the social credit system and the the carbon credit system. Now, with that, I believe the currency of the future will be compliance. Now, not literally, the currency of the future, I believe, will be the BRICS uh, world reserve currency system. But and we'll, I'll get into that later because I have predictions on that after. But I want to focus on the CBDCs because in 2023, I believe that we are going to see a mega fast rollout of CBDCs. And we already see the Federal Reserve has said between January and July of 2023, they will uh, release FedNow, their digital currency, 
Canada is calling for around the same time frame. Russia is calling for around the same time frame. Sweden's calling for around the same time. I mean, the, the European Union's pushing this. By the way, it's the 25th anniversary of the European Union uh, or the European Central Bank, I should say. Uh, coming up right away, um, 25 years of creating poverty. They all led to this point because they knew inflation was going to benefit the establishment for a while because people would be weakened, more dependent um, and impoverished. Then they'll beg the government for more help or the government will come in and create a bigger government. And then eventually they knew it would all come collapsing down. And in the aftermath of it collapsing down, they need to have people a way to ease people into new systems. So imagine we have a, a, a digital dollar and the dollar is no longer the reserve currency. And you just have this ease through digits on, on your bank account into the new world reserve currency, which is also digital. It'll be like nothing happened. And, you know, this is one of the most important things we have to focus on going forward because this is technocracy, transhumanism. They've been preparing for this for a very long time. And the idea is if your money's in the bank, it's not yours, it's the banks. If your money's always going through the banks by digital transactions, legal tender laws, you never hold it in your hand. It's never your money. You're enslaved to the banking system and the government, my friends. This is one of the most important things to prepare yourself for. Get out of the banking system as much as humanly possible. Get gold and silver. We have links below for that. Um, get you know into uh, privacy coins, in my opinion, not investment advice, Monero, Epic Cash, stuff like that. Because what they will do is they could do bail-in regimes without you being able to do a damn thing. All you have to do is look at China and what happened when they shut down the banking apps and people ran on the banks and they said, oh, COVID, you can't, you can't organize in the streets. And people did anyway, and they did a run on the bank. And then those people were disappeared and we haven't heard from them since. They brought, they actually put army tanks in the streets. They try to get us by convenience. Tyranny comes under the guise of convenience. But if a few of us act up, then comes the violence, then comes the uh, violent force. Uh, Tim, as we go into this cashless society, what predictions do you have for the dollar and for the cashless system CBDCs? You did a recent presentation, I guess that was about a year ago, on this that we uh, you know, featured on our channel here as a speech at FloatFest. Can you go into um, your thoughts going forward on CBDCs and the fall of the dollar potentially in 2023? I think the CBDC is the most important thing there pretty much is to focus on in terms of something that we need to stop because once it's here, it's going to be very hard to get away from this system. And unfortunately, just the average person out there just has no idea what a central bank digital currency is. Uh, just even the average, uh, even person that's into like alternative type stuff doesn't even know what it is. Uh, obviously, it goes without saying the average financial advisor doesn't even know what a CBDC is or it's not even on the radar. I was at a conference. Actually, it's funny because one of the other people on the panel, well, there's only two of us, was uh, one of the Skybridge guys. And they were then trying to uh, you know, talk me up about FTX. Just And this was like two and a half months ago, right before it collapsed. And uh, where was it going? Oh, so I asked this room and this room was at an alternative investment conference of financial advisors. Then at a crypto panel at an alternative investment conference, I asked the room, what, you know, how many of you know what a central bank digital currency is? Maybe 10% raised their hand. So this goes to show you that their clients are asking for it. And they each probably have at least 100, 200, 300, 400 clients. Yeah. And, you know, over, and so 
it just goes to show you that most people are just going to be absolutely blindsided by this, which is why I've been just railing against this from day one. I've been railing against the concept of this since before this even was a concept. But now this is the main thing I've really been focusing on because as we get into all little news, days to day things, I mean, none of that really matters. What really matters is, you know, where things are going. And once they get you on the CBC, they're going to be able to, you know, have you by the complete, you know what. And, you know, and then it's going to be so easy to then, I mean, government tyranny is never going to be any greater I mean, then when they roll this out and we're already getting glimpses of how they're doing, how they're going to roll this out, like in Nigeria, which Nigeria has, I think, the highest per capita usage of crypto in the world. I think it's like 35 percent. And but yet only one half of one percent was using their e-Niro, which is their CBDC. And uh, so that's one out of every 200 people. But what they decided to do about, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago was to say, I think it's like three, four weeks ago, they were like, hey, uh, you know, you can only take out $45 a day from your bank account if you're a business or like $123 if you're a business or you can take out 200 bucks a week if you're an individual. And exactly most, how that was so a litmus test back in 2021 when Nigeria was one of the first countries to say, if you don't get vaccinated, we're going to empty out your or we're going to ban you from uh, accessing your bank account, which then was followed by China doing the same thing with the zero COVID policy. And of course, none other than my home country of Canada against trucker protesters. I'm really surprised I didn't go with the strategy of why don't you send us uh, 5,000 uh, whatever Nairos and we'll send you 10,000 digital Nairos for free. You know, <laughs> that's some Nigerian <laughs> prince scam email oh thing. Uh, yeah. But, you know, going on with that, also what happened with the CBDC, which was another litmus test, was in um, the CARES Act, when everyone got like 1200 bucks in the U.S., the first text of the Maxine Waters bill was actually to be paid basically in a Fed, Fed coin, a Fed dollar CBDC. And, and since I was the only person that bitched about that, uh, it seems like that, uh, you know, they're going to probably go ahead and roll this out. And, you know, it's just so far in your face. It's not really even a prediction. It's just, it's just every central banker talking about this it's on all their papers it's on all their websites it's they talk about it every single speech they give it's not a conspiracy theory it's well, not all roads like lead to rome it's it's so obvious i mean that's why you mentioned like going over news stories every day and it doesn't really matter and i agree though i would say that like every day i go over news stories as it all basically points to this CBDCs yeah. going forward, like every single story you read in the news, even when it, you don't realize that it has anything to do with economics of any kind, it leads to this. It's social conditioning. It's Andrew Tate getting arrested, people getting their banks, uh, bank accounts shut down, Kanye West, et cetera, people like that, Alex Jones, all these things actually lead to this system of control. And people don't realize that if you could look at the energy crisis that leads to CBDCs uh, with carbon credits, you could look at the housing crisis, you could look at uh, the supply chain crisis, all of them lead to that same thing. So again, you know, it's a fourth industrial revolution. I, I want to like quickly rewind to where this started. Um, of course, I've mentioned this many times, but I want to elaborate a little bit is that uh, Henry Kissinger met with Mao Zedong in the early 1970s to create this alliance with China to save them up from a starvation event and create an export import hub out of China, make them a monopoly. A couple years later uh, uh, now was also the head of the yale newspaper too so i mean he was exactly. u.s trained exactly it's all u.s trained and keep in mind that before um nixon brought people off of the gold standard i keep I, I think it's very important to show context here is that the french sent a ship to new york uh port new york harbor uh demanding their gold because guess what the gold standard they printed more ious than they had gold so that led to nixon taking um, the U.S. off of the gold standard and bring in the new fiat system where then Kissinger went to Saudi Arabia, met with the um, met with the crown prince 
and was able to form an alliance to create what they now call the petrodollar. And magically, a couple years later, we have the creation of the Trilateral Commission, where um, Zbigniew Brzezinski um, pushed, propped up this system that made China a guinea pig state for technocracy as he wanted a technocratic super state. And guess who Saudi Arabia is handing the reins to now? China. It was always in the playbook. And, and Saudi Arabia has acknowledged to uh, South Africa and Brazil as well that they're moving into the BRICS World Reserve Currency System and they want to trade oil with the yuan. So think of what that does. Now it's a petro yuan, no longer the petro dollar. And the petro yuan is working with India, Russia, all these other countries. So again, that all leads to the cash of society because China was the litmus test to create CBDCs in the first place and social credit, et cetera. So, and yeah, you know, I'm going to get into this more in my next prediction, but I want to send it back to you, Tim. Well, uh, when we didn't uh, confer ahead of time what, what our uh, predictions were, but I do have on here, uh, BRICS announced plan to have a commodity back CBDC. And then I also have right below that 50% of world's GDP buys will buy their oil, uh, you know, using a currency other than the petrodollar. So, I mean, that's, a, that's you know, when you're at 50%, I mean, you really, you really need to get to like 15 before you start creating like these tipping points that then, you know, uh, really start going more. And I don't even know what percentage of the world GDP the bricks are, but I would have to imagine that's probably pretty damn near 50%, if not even more than 50 right there. Oh, yeah. Like, let's look Let's look at the countries. China, Russia, India, um, now the, the Turkish lira. We're looking at, um, of course, uh, Egypt, South Africa, Brazil, and possibly Iran by the looks Iran. of it, possibly the Philippines. And now a big one and an obvious one, Saudi Arabia. So, yeah, if you put those countries together, not only do they have a much bigger military power than the um, IMF alliance, but and the special drawing rights, but they have a bigger overall share, I believe, at that point. Especially what's going to happen to the I mean, not that I don't think GDP is really a good measure of, uh, you know, measuring economies anyways. But, you know, even playing by their own uh, stats. Well, then how is the U.S. Imagine the inflation when the U.S. then can't just print up dollars to then give IOUs over to China to then get their cheap crap. And this is, a you know, a lot of people say, you know, China's been ripping us off. And yeah, in a lot of ways they are. But, you know, the bigger ripoff is that we send them uh, IOUs. They send us a bunch of cheap, cheap crap. Uh, well, at least the cheap crap is something real, whereas we send them digital IOUs that mean basically nothing. And so if anything, it's the Chinese people probably getting the short end of the stick, as yeah. is the other 95% of the world that's not the U.S. So, yeah, I've, I've, I think the two of the bigger predictions would be uh, BRICS announcing plans of a commodity-backed CBDC. That's why you're seeing China have, you know, just stockpiling commodities. I mean, they're stockpiling gold, stockpiling corn, stockpiling copper, stockpiling rare earth minerals, stockpiling uranium. I mean, everything you're going to need to win, whereas we're just like in this just-in-time mindset. And, oh, let's have everybody go, in quote, green. But yet, you know, we're not going to have an electric infrastructure in place to do that. We're not going to have the rare earth minerals to do that. You know, None of that even makes sense because at the end of the day, Congo. at the end of the day, yeah, they're enslaving children in Congo to, you know, mine cobalt. And at the same time, they're mining lithium, which is way more of a pollutant. And at the end of the day, it's all nonsense. The government is the biggest polluter in the world. So, of course, that's all based on nonsense. And, you know, I wanted to get into that more in a moment, Tim. But I do believe, uh, like, focusing on the economy as it, as it stands, I believe that inflation is going to absolutely skyrocket in 2023, I think a lot of people are going to be taken by surprise by how bad it is going to get. There's, I think there's going to be a temporary relief from inflation, uh, probably around um, the second quarter. This is just from what I've looked at. I could be totally wrong on this or I might be off by a quarter, but I believe there's going to be a bit of relief and people are going to say everything is great. And then the rug's going to be pulled out from under them in the latter half of 2023. What do you think? 
First off, I guess it depends if we're using the government's own inflation numbers or what the real inflation numbers are. But if we're using right. the government's inflation numbers, uh, you know, since we do have some pretty high numbers up on the board, like even by their rig numbers. So like when they say it's 9.6, uh, like it has been in the past, you know, it was really probably at like 23 or 25. So let's assume their number is correct, which it isn't. But, you know, their 9.6 number, you know, that's, you know, to go up 10 percent the following year with all the rigging that they can do I mean that is a lot so you could be correct where you could see this temporary pause the Fed will then use that temporary pause and probably some other manufacturer crises as an excuse to have to print more money and then eventually then that will catch up and then you'll see inflation exploding but uh you know there could be a little reprieve but you know certainly you know the trajectory of everything is up and to the right meaning uh you know everything is going to be getting more and more expensive for a while but then you know who knows you could see you know that a die-off of people but if you see a die-off of people then you know you could see some assets where it actually comes down in price so yeah. you know it's probably the things you absolutely need like food energy uh you know, those are probably going to go up and then maybe some of the crap you don't need, like, you know, TVs and other electronics, maybe, maybe the price of that stuff will come down. Uh, you know, so there's going to be a give and take there. But, you know, yeah. I, I imagine like the most important things like food and energy, those are probably uh, probably have probably have not seen nowhere near the end of that inflation. Well, uh, scarcity and demand makes, um, you know, makes value. And if you have a hundred thousand televisions that no one wants to buy, then you know then the demand's low and there's too much of them so therefore the price and you know, people now need the money to buy food and energy yeah. and you know and housing and shelter you know just accounts for so much of a person and family's budget that they don't maybe have the money for the extra crap even though you know the tv is pretty cheap nowadays right no 100 and there's other things leading to inflation other than money printing but obviously that's number one um you know the diesel crisis which i'll go into later um is definitely having an effect on the overall price of goods and services but with that said uh i do believe going forward that we will see inflation skyrocket we will see the dollar lose its reserve status or at least see the beginning of it in the next year i don't i'm not sure it's going to actually happen in 2023 but i do believe that like the the final attempts to salvage this currency, which I think, honestly, the global empire wants to get rid of, even the Fed kind of wants to move on. Um, I think that's going to happen in 2023. And um, Sergey, or uh, not Sergey, uh, I almost said Sergey Lavrov. Um, no, Medvedev, um, the president in Russia, recently predicted in 2023 that the U.S. would lose its uh, world reserve currency status, um, which is a big prediction from one of the most powerful countries, um, you know, presidents. So and, and, you know, I'm sure Putin feels the same. Uh, I want to mention uh, another prediction I made here, which was banks crack down on anti-establishment figures as censorship ramps up. I 100 percent believe that we are going to see um, mass censorship and financial censorship, the likes of which we've, we've never seen before. We kind of went into it earlier. Uh, Kanye West is a good example. Um, Cat turd on Twitter. We may laugh at his name, but he's a very famous, um, you know, conservative Twitter comment, comment commentator. And Bank of America shut him down. Uh, Kanye West got shut down by J.P. Morgan, and J.P. Morgan is currently being sued um, by, I think, the U.S. Virgin Islands over um, their cover up of Jeffrey Epstein. And then, of course. Um, we have Alex Jones getting shut down. We have uh, Andrew Tate was shut out of a Swiss bank account. It's pretty bad when the Swiss authorities are like, ah, Andrew Tate, I don't know, man. I don't know. You're saying things that are like misogynist and uh, also true. Uh, we need to not let you have a bank account in a, a Swiss what? bank account. Hundreds of I mean, millions of dollars. And, and one of the biggest hypocrisy in this is just the other day I was watching TV and saw, or I was like, 
going through somewhere, got my haircut and saw an ad for IBM. And it's like, wait, they canceled. I've never seen IBM getting canceled anywhere. I mean, IBM's founder, Dr. Thomas Watson, is the one who created the IBM Hollerith machine to then categorize the Jews to see which ones should be put to work, which ones should be put to death. And then Hitler then created, like their top award was called the Iron Eagle Cross. He then created the double Iron Eagle Cross to give to Dr. Thomas Watson. And so a little, which is like their like presidential medal of freedom award. And then now the VA supercomputer is now called Watson. And then you can, I mean, IBM has never been canceled. And then their Bill Gates mom worked for IBM and that's a whole other story, but it's like, you know, we, well, if we, we, we want to, you know, cancel Kanye because of the Jews. Well, then how come you're not canceling IBM because of literally creating the machinery that was trying to kill the Jews? So, yeah, I've never yeah, seen we, anybody we else make that all point. those stories. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I hear you. Uh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like when, when we see th- people like uh, Ye in the last year get attacked, I think he's pretty much proven his point correct to some degree. I didn't mean the dead. I didn't mean the dead name Kanye there. Yeah, I meant yeah, Ye. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which or- I did actually vote for him just to piss everybody off a couple years ago ago because i was like you know what Mike? and i want to be like you know what people can say i i can't be racist now because i voted for kanye or yay and then like damn it now he's like the head of like the racism of everything i'm like <laughs> yeah i, was just I doing love that i love hitler uh no but seriously i i know someone's gonna take that but that's gonna be taken that. out of context yeah, but uh <laughs> hey, but no but seriously what he said if anything has been proven uh you know i don't even care anymore tim uh if if everything if anything's been taken out of context um you know he is Someone like Gay, he's he's speaking about different things uh, and he's saying, yeah, well, the Jews own like every single in- industry in the world for the most part. And, um, you know, if you don't, if they if you say anything negative about them, which is an ideology, by the way, and I think everyone should have the right to uh, criticize ideologies. I'm, I'm Christian, but I think people can go ahead and criticize Christianity. That's on them. I'm not going to say that it's an ideology. It's not a race. It's an ideology. You should be able to criticize you're not it. criticizing science. That's. Uh, oh, yeah, because yeah. Fauci is a science and, and, you know, you can't you can't say anything bad about that. But no, I mean, the point is. If anything has been proven, it is what Kanye was saying or yay, because he said, hey, if you say bad things about them, they shut you down. And people are like, oh, that's racist. That's bigotry. And then the banks shut him down. Meanwhile, they aid and abet Jeffrey Epstein, who's Jewish. He was actually shut down even before he went all those tirades. So when he was making all like when he went on like the Champs podcast and the other uh, Alex Jones and uh, Tim Pool, like. He had already been shut down by J.P. Morgan even even before all that stuff. So I think that's another part of the context that people yeah. may not have understood. And well, obviously, you know, I don't think Kanye's got the entire full grasp of history of everything that's gone on. And well, I also uh, don't you know, think that he's good at talking about it, even if he does. Uh, and if if he does, like he just says things in the most simple ways. So that also leads to people not. Actually well, you know, he was also drugged and mind controlled. And uh, and actually one of the, I think that not that there's like a funny part about this, but when he was talking about his trainer, like Harvey Pasternak, I think was the name and how his, his same trainer as Lizzo. Um, I've like the most shocking part, the point that no one's ever brought up. I'm like, isn't Lizzo like 400 pounds? She has a yeah, trainer. She has a trainer. I'm like, so, I'm like <laughs> that should be like trainer. the worst resume. That should be like the worst resume ever. But I've never heard anybody make that point. I'm like, damn, like Lizzo has a trainer. I like, could have fooled me. But, yeah, no, uh, they're they're just infiltrators for like APAC and the Israelis and, and Zionists that um manipulate Hollywood celebrities just like they manipulate um banking powers, they manipulate uh you know business powers, they manipulate politicians, and they and utilize people off the top. People. They're not even like at the top. They're not even Jews. They're not even like 
Catholics, like the Pope. I mean, I know the other Pope just died. They're all Kazarian. basically at the very, very top of all the religions are basically a bunch of Satanists that have all hijacked all of the religions to then kind of get them and a lot of like self-serving people that just use religions as cover. Uh, and I'll, yeah, and I'll talk crap about the Pope and I grew up Catholic and I hate the Catholic Church and everything to do with. Well, because uh, they're Catholicism. satanic, yeah. But it doesn't mean that I think like my grandparents who are Catholic are somehow behind some sort of scheme to prop up some Vatican empire or just like I don't think the average Jewish person has anything to do with, you know, the people at the very top of everything. Yeah, I don't think like Lenny Kravitz and like uh, Gilbert Gottfried were conspiring to take over the world. Anyway, that's a whole other subject. We could go down that rabbit hole. Obviously wasn't wasn't in on it because, you know, didn't he pass away? Yeah, he got the jab, man. But uh, yeah, I talked to Gilbert Gottfried years ago. He's he's a cool guy. Uh, We'll miss him anyway. um, And and of course, well, anyway, I'm just going to continue on here because there's so much to break down. And this video is going to be like seven hours. Um, I wanted to break down the next thing, which was and and just finishing off what we were saying there. Bank censorship, financial censorship comes after social media censorship because it's uh, it's it's the same thing because social media was a litmus test for social credit, which was going to be uh, applied to the banking system later on to then censor people financially. But anyway, and now because of the past 15 minutes, I'm predicting that Josh is going to be canceled for his bank account next year. So, <laughs> after, after the last, uh, Don't get me Jews. Anyway, sorry. Uh, continuing on, it says uh, 15 minute cities and, and will be expanded. And that's one of the things I really do believe is going to be happening in the next um, in the coming uh, year or so. Because, again, this is something that we predicted earlier on. And in my 2022 prediction video that I did at the end of 2021 with Tim here. Um, I said that, look, they are going to have climate lockdowns. And I've been saying this for years and they will close people down and put checkpoints neighborhood to neighborhood that de- it'll determine whether you're allowed to leave based on vaccine status, based, based on your social credit, based on your carbon credit score. Now, as I've been saying all along, they'll put um, they, they want to put uh, smart meters on everyone's homes to tell the government how much gas, electricity or water you use on a daily basis, which will determine your carbon credit score attached to the cash of society. And that will determine your food rations and the supply chain crisis that we will continue to see get worse and worse in 2023. Um, It'll determine how much electricity you can use in the face of this energy crisis, which is, again, both are false flag control collapses. And we're seeing it in, in the UK. We're seeing it in Europe. We're seeing it here. And now we already have countless banking apps integrating Carbon credits, which I should have mentioned in our video previously, Tim, about how we were vindicated for 2020 or 2022 video, um, that they are integrating um, carbon credits already on dozens of banking apps. And they say because they anticipate it to become mandatory. So they're doing it in Australia, in the UK, in Europe and in Canada and, and with MasterCard in Canada already. So, again, these things are all coming true. And in 2023, look, this is how they'll do it. I love how it's China, called MasterCard. Too. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, but look at China and how they brought in their zero COVID policy and they locked down neighborhoods. And I said this in going into 2022, um, they had a zero COVID policy. That zero COVID policy is just the beginning of the zero carbon policy. That is what the, ne- the, the, the ultimate goal is of these globalists. So again, look at it from this perspective. They are creating the NEOM project, the line project in Saudi Arabia, which is a 100 mile long skyscraper based. They're already building it. 
um, with with facial recognition, social credit, carbon credits. It's net zero carbon. It's literally Logan's run, the movie. It is a perfect example of what they did there. Everyone's protected under their dome. Uh, you get free food, you get free electricity, all that kind of stuff based on your credit score. And when you get too old, they kill you because a loving, caring government at the end of the day doesn't love you or care for you as much as many people thought. So 15 minute cities will be expanded again, going back to what I said before about China being the litmus test that this is what they are going to do from zero COVID to zero carbon. And that was always a goal. Uh, Klaus Schwab uh, and Yuval Noah Harari both brag on the World Economic Forum's website that um, they got everyone to comply with lockdowns, masks, and vaccines. Now they'll be able to utilize that to bring in climate lockdowns. Remember, going forward, that was always the plan. 15-minute cities mean that you will be locked in your neighborhood. They'll put gates in some places or just cameras with facial recognition and license plate recognition to leave your neighborhood. You get to leave up to 100 times a year, depending on your credit score. You have to get permission from the government. That is the goal. And they openly say that. And they're already doing it in Oxfordshire in England. They're already doing it in, in Melbourne, Australia. They're pushing like for 2023. They're pushing it in places like Paris, Amsterdam, which is already a historic smart city. Um, Lisbon, Barcelona. They're pushing it for New York and L.A. And they're already trying to ban cars and all that kind of stuff in these places, too. So, again, that is where they're going with this. And I have no doubt in my mind. The World Economic Forum first mentioned it in March of 2022. We first mentioned it in July of 20. 2020. Again, don't call us conspiracy theorists. We're just paying attention. Tim, what do you think about this 15-minute city project? Oh, I mean, I'd love to have them go ahead and try it somewhere here where there's already a lot of people that are already pissed off and the election getting stolen out here. Not that I was ever pissed off because I already knew that I was going to be stolen to begin with. So it's not like I had anything, uh, you know, emotionally invested in to carry Lake. But, you know, in certain places, I'm sure like, like, like New York City, uh, L.A., you know, some of these, you know, lower hanging fruit type places, I think you might be able to pull something off there. But, uh, you know, a lot of other places like, you know, Central Texas, most of Texas and a lot of Arizona, I don't, uh, you know, up in uh, Wyoming and North Dakota, South Dakota, Idaho, like I don't really see Florida, I don't really, parts of these parts of Florida, I don't really see you being able to pull this off. Uh, you know, certainly other places in the world like China, uh, but yeah, because of guns and, uh propensity people be fed up from the last time i don't really know that this is actually gonna the biggest work thing tim is that people have their money in a bank and and even yeah. if you have a million guns you, your money's in the bank so when they make people desperate just like with the vaccines a lot of people who had guns went and got the vaccine because they were going to lose their job at least that's what they were told that it wasn't true legally speaking but they thought that that was true so they went and got it and now they're either dead or sick and suffering and i feel like that was a litmus test for what they will do with these climate lockdown. So a big part of me feels as though that no matter how many guns, how, how good your county sheriff is. I talked to Sheriff Mack about this two years ago. What happens when they shut people's bank accounts down over this kind of stuff? And he said, well, I guess we have to create our own banks. And it's like, yes, yeah, true. We already have that. We have privacy coins. We have gold and silver. We have different ways to create our own banks and markets, our own economy and markets. But with that and said, then they go and they shut your bank it. down from the internet or they, they try to pull out the infrastructure that's behind the bank or then there's mm -hmm. different processing and just like, you know, oh, if you don't like uh, Facebook, you go start uh, your own. And then, you know, Andrew Torba go starts Gab and then they do everything to, everything to him and like, you know, like everyone else has tried starting like BitChute, I think. Yeah, BitChute, all there. their bank accounts were shut down. And again, I urge people to Odyssey. go and donate to BitChute. 
Yeah, Odyssey a, with like their library token. You know, the yeah. SEC goes after them, but you know, is asleep at the wheel with all the SBF type stuff. So, uh, just, absolutely- just so you know, give send go campaign for BitChute. Uh, I just want to let everyone know where to go. Give send go. I think is where, where it is. That's a Christian website, right? Yeah, and I've been, I've been, I just got like my, I think, four year badge on BitChute for like sending them like 10 or 20 bucks a month, uh, just on average. And the, and the thing is, it, that is just like an investment. And I don't, I'm not even like, I don't even BitChute that much, but uh, like hardly ever. But it's just a, you know, there has to be an alternative to uh, YouTube. Ha- I mean, there's just, and even if it doesn't work as great, even if the search function, it, you know, takes a little bit longer to go search out Josh or search on myself or it's not as clean or because, you know, we're dealing with, going up against the beast in YouTube and Google, uh, you know, obviously, which are both alphabet. And so they've got all the money in the world. So obviously these other places that are just, you know, being funded off like $10 donations here or there, uh, you know, are, are not going to be able to be as clean, but you know, it's all about the eyeballs and where people are going. And so if our community is not willing to do it and I haven't been talking about it as much, but it's something where, you know, one of the main things I've, I've been harping on for about the past six, seven years. And now we're at the point where it's just like, you know, Hey, if you're still going to YouTube for everything, you know, it kind of get what you deserve and as a country and as a world, I think that's what we're doing. Uh, but I do have a couple of the crazier predictions I wanted to get into as well because uh, I think some of these predictions aren't really that crazy. Like, uh, like the government, like the banks are kind of come after you know dissidents and take away their accounts. I mean, you know, not super crazy because that's you know pretty. It would have been crazy ten years ago if you said that, and I think both of us said that kind of stuff ten years ago as well. But now it's become blatantly clear. Yeah, I mean, now one of the th- other things that I think is going to happen kind of like switching gears just a little bit here is I think there's either gonna be like a failed assassination attempt either on Biden or on Putin and if it's on Biden they're going to blame it on Putin if it's on Putin they're probably going to blame it on Washington uh but I think it's not gonna I don't think it's they're actually going to assassinate someone but they're going to use that as uh you know the pretext to really kind of ramp things up And, and who knows it might be another kind of prediction that kind of ties into that could be uh maybe you know i'll I'll let you jump in now because this next one might be deviating it too much so well yeah well i have a lot coming up here including on russia and it's actually coming up almost right away and i want to get into that of course tim but i want to quickly finish off economy and markets um subject because i wanted to mention uh, the housing market sees a historic fall now the housing market's hyper localized and depends on your area obviously but with what we're seeing with collateralized debt obligations, CDOs, et cetera, when we're seeing these interest rates going up, when we're seeing the job loss, when we're seeing inflation, I think that um, it, it's it's pretty, it's suffice to say that we're going to see a huge dip uh, overall in general throughout the country and especially in, in big cities um, for the housing markets locally, uh, at least. So I believe we're going to see places like uh, LA, and um, Seattle do a free fall. Same with New York City and places like that. It's gotten to the point of absurdity when they're building pencil buildings in New York City that are like 100 stories, but only about as wide as your house. So again, it, it's uh, it's concerning. And I think that's going to push it, us further into the Great Reset because you will own nothing and you will be happy and will eat some bugs and drink the sewage. A big part of that is that, hey, they will push, push us into a situation where we don't own homes and we are forced to rent and we're forced to rent from the government and they'll give us tiny homes and they'll put those smart meters on our homes and then again uh surveil us and with that comes also 
Um, I believe the energy crisis is going to turn desperate and the supply chain is going to break down uh, dramatically going forward. And it's going to all intertwine with this exact situation that we're talking about here with the housing market. Again, eat the bugs because, well, you're, or eat mRNA infused foods because, you know, the, the supply chain is collapsing. The diesel shortage is at a 25 day average, sometimes as low as 20 versus an average of 45 to 50 usually. So that's going to mean three or four times the price of food. That's also going to mean very little food getting to the shelves compared to usual and com com compared to the demand, which again is going to cause price to continuously perpetually inflate. Um, they're going after farmers with um, fertilizer laws. They're bringing climate restrictions left and right, which exacerbates the crisis. Uh, the Netherlands is getting rid of 30% of farms. They're trying to do the same thing in Canada and Ireland. Um, again, all these things combined. Biden is printing $8 billion to um, protest the use of coal power in South Africa. I mean, it's pretty obvious they're purposely collapsing their own empire to move into the new world reserve currency system, etc. So you eat the bugs instead of the food you could get on the shelves. You can uh, you will drink the sewage because you won't have um, you know the water coming in. There's going to be droughts. There's going to be problems with um, you know actually being able to heat your home in the winter and cool it in the summer. All the more reason that you guys should check those links in the description, of course, for all this kind of stuff. And of course, this is going to all be intertwined with the cash society, inflation, the housing market, etc. going forward. And finally, with that, I mentioned private car travel banned in several major cities. They're already doing this in Paris um, by the end by 2024. By the end of 2023, they plan to completely ban private cars in the center of Paris and only allow government vehicles. Boom. Perfect for the 15-minute cities, by the way. Um, they want to do that in London as well. They're trying to do that in Amsterdam. And they've already done it in many places. And in places like uh, England, you're not legally allowed to um, run like a, a taxi company, for example. It's only the government. So again, only government vehicles. And with that, they want to ban air travel by 2050. We recently reported on that. And they've already banned domestic air travel in France. So you can only fly into France from another country. You cannot fly between cities in France now. I did literally less than a year ago, and it's absolutely insane that they got it's just, oh, you want to get rid of jobs? Get rid of the the airline industry. It's insanity because they want to keep us locked down in small places so they can more easily control us so we can't move around. That is one of the biggest things that they're pushing going forward. So again, that's all going to come together in 2023. We're going to see bans on um, private car use, um, bans on license plates with even versus odd numbers. Um, on certain days of the week. We see that in Mexico City already. And um, that all leads to less national sovereignty as well as we have the WHO treaty and these global economies and these banks coming together to basically make these restrictions worldwide after COP27, G20, and APEC and the World Government Summit and, of course, uh, Davos. So this is all going to happen in 2023. At least we're going to see multiple places bring in crazy restrictions. There is no heads up on the ban on domestic air travel in France until suddenly it happened. And they're trying to do the same thing in L.A with a, a ban on cars um, by 2035. And then the next day they're like, oh, but also don't charge your cars because we need the electricity. <laughs> that means Californians crazy. couldn't then get in their cars to then come here. So I mean, that might actually be good. But uh, well, do you yeah. want a bunch of Californians, more Californians moving to Arizona? I don't know, man. That's what I was saying. That's what the point I was making. I'm like, it could be good that now all of a sudden they don't have access to their cars and they can't 
flee here and then yeah they're like Arizona as well please daddy govern me harder with the with more vaccines and and social credit to stop these big bad right-wing extremists yes please just oh and and please um uh, make it so that i can't have kids after roe versus wade got overturned i don't want to have kids anymore okay well please go and do that and or, or while you're at it go to canada and euthanize yourself whatever you want man let the you know calm even heads prevail in all this as they take themselves out. It is clearly like cartoonish level comedy at this point. It's sad. I feel bad for the kids, but the adults, my goodness. But let's get into that Russia thing that you mentioned before, because one of my predictions, Tim, was tensions get crazier in Europe with Russia and temporary cease, a temporary ceasefire is offered. I believe that there is going to be uh, escalation versus uh, a drawdown because that is a perfect situation to then bring in the CBDCs and they'll have solutions to all these um, alleged problems that they're creating in the first place. I could be wrong. It could just go into full like nuclear war in 2023 too. It's hard to really predict. Poland really seems to be getting into it. And the U.S. is clearly the one at war with Russia, not Ukraine. So I don't know. Go into what do you think about all this craziness um, in, in the near future? I know you predicted one of those things already. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess when it comes to Russia and Ukraine, I mean, last year we did a video in December uh, with Scott Horton talking about, uh, you know, the upcoming what we thought was going to be a potential war going on in Ukraine and Russia. And people thought that that was crazy. But, you know, going back to 2013, I thought that the most likely scenario to get uh, basically this mark of the beast system in would be, you know, using russia and ukraine as the pretext because you could see going back to 2013 the u.s state department was was sending billions of dollars uh of, and propaganda money over there to basically fund the azov battalion neo-nazis to overthrow uh, i forgot the guy's name it was like uh poroshenko or, or yanukovych yeah, poroshenko. Of, I forgot, poroshenko then i think they installed yanukovych and then after him was Zelensky. and so these are all u.s puppets that are over there but the whole goal was always to then put and, and you see this every time you read an article it's always like the uh you know the russia's unprovoked war on ukraine russia's unprovoked war on ukraine it's not the fucking unprovoked war it's just like you know you're pushing someone pushing someone pushing someone pushing some pushing someone and then they go and they put take it both hands and push it back and knock it on your ass and it's like well, oh you know, you're unprovoked like the one thing that they asked when they left um the soviet union was hey, don't put NATO around our border and don't aggravate us and, you know, have these trade packs. And then they went against all of those things like immediately. So again, like it's Russia isn't good either because they're working with the Chinese government. But yeah. I, that's it's I think it's a constructed collapse of the empire and they're utilizing this to get order out of chaos. And Russia also wants a CBDC. Russia is also pushing a vaccine. So it's not like, uh, you know, U.S. bad. Russia's good. Uh, or Biden's bad or not Hitler Putin's good type situation. It's just uh, well, they're going know, for smart cities ever... in, in Moscow. Moscow is being established as a smart city. Yeah, because everyone wants to live in this like, you know, uh, dual world where you uh, uh, let's see uh, a binary world where it's either like one option or the other. Well, you know, how about they're both bad? You know, they're both gangs with a flag that's trying to take over, you know, certain certain territories. But it doesn't mean that one's good over the other. But, you know, certainly, you know, from an objective standpoint, it looks like 
the U.S. was obviously the one that had every single hand in pushing Russia to do this. And frankly, I'm just surprised Russia and Putin even have had the restraint that they that they have had, because I think if they wanted to go and just mow it down, they probably could have. But, you know, with a lot of Russians living there. And if anything, you know, the first girl I dated was Ukrainian. My uh, I had a bunch of Ukrainians living down the street from me. My brother's best friend was Ukrainian. I got black friends. Yeah, no, tons of you. But the thing <laughs> is, if anything, I should have more loyalties to Ukrainians than I should Russians. But just looking at this objectively, uh, you know, it was and, it's, and the thing is, the average Ukrainian has probably has no fucking idea what's going on because people are like, oh, I know this person from Ukraine. Well, guess also, what? Also, Ukrainian women are beautiful. So, like, yeah. I, I can never I, I hope the best for. Well, it's always about the people on the ground. Though. I'm always I'm, I'm in favor of the people. It's the governments that are the problem. They sacrifice you as pawns for the king and the queen. Like, just like the average like American doesn't know anything about what's actually going on in America and just like, you know, wherever. So, I mean, the poor people of Ukraine are just being used as Biden and the other globalist puppets, you know, as pawns in this entire thing to push the U.S. hegemony. And part of that U.S. hegemony is getting nuclear weapons up against the Russian border. So then that way, uh, you know, we can, you know, not we, but, you know, the U.S. government wants to do everything they can. And you can understand why Russia wouldn't want to have, you know, these deranged uh, psychopaths and the U.S. government and the NATO being able to put like, oh, don't worry. It's just uh, they're defensive weapons. It's just like I could take one of those guns behind me, point it at your face. And I'm just saying this is all, uh, you know, hype, hypothetically as an no. example. And I can say, oh, sorry, this is a defensive gun being pointed at your face. Well, that defensive gun pointing at your face because it also blow your face off, too. So, I mean, oh, don't worry. It's a defensive nuclear missile that's being pointed at your at your country. And so it, all, all these things we talk about, like these defense systems, well, a defense system, uh, you know, and so I absolutely can understand why Putin doesn't want to have nuclear weapons, just like we don't want to have, you know, uh, you know, if Russia wants to put a bunch of nuclear weapons on the Mexican border, I'm sure the U.S. would the U.S. would already have those planes bombed or submarines, you know, shot down well, or whatever. Look, the U.S. is has a track record for murdering the most people other like, look, there's a Soviet Union and China, which are the worst ever. But as, as far as existing governments right now it, and the U.S. The, helped put both of those in Exactly. Exactly. And and in China, they killed most of their own people, whereas the U.S. goes all over the world and killing everyone they can in their sight and then create a problem, come in as a get the reaction, come in as a solution to that problem. By the way, Tim, I noticed you uh, forgot the word binary a little while ago. Uh, Is it because there's just like so much non-binary stuff going on in the world today? Because actually, that was my next um, thing that I wanted to get into uh, with you today is the trans woke ideology and is going to be facing a backlash um, because we obviously are getting to the point where even far leftists are going like, okay, dude, I'm I'm far left, but this is like this is like it keeps going over the line further and further and further. And they say, oh, yeah, but the right wing is getting more and more extreme all the time. No, not really. The Conservative Party in Canada, for example, and the Conservative Party, the Tories in the UK are like super far leftists. <laughs> They're not conservative. Then they keep getting further and further left themselves. Um, there is a faction that are pushing more and more right. But those people are just called right wing extremists because they kept the same viewpoint as everyone else moved away from it. So, again, like I, I believe that there is going to be some backlash about this trans woke ideology going forward because it's just people are sick of it. You look at Facebook posts every time someone says like a woman is found man of the year, a man is found woman of the year or whatever it might be in certain magazines. Um, every reaction on Facebook is a laugh react. And of course, people can't comment because they get their comments taken down by the censors. But the point is, 
it's a big part of the transhumanist move forward. And it's a big, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious that um, they're kind of in some ways failing while winning on other fronts with the children, unfortunately, which is the most tragic and evil part of it. They are losing their battle a little bit because they've gone too far too fast. What do you think going forward in 2023 about the trans woke ideology going forward? I mean, certainly they've pushed way too far on all this stuff. I mean, there's, you know, there's tolerance and then there's just, you know, uh, you know, guys pretend to be women, you know, putting, you know, schlongs and faces of like little kids and stuff. I mean, obviously there's just gets to the point where, oh, you don't like that. You're just some far right wing bigot or whatever. It's going to get to the point where just common sense is just going to have to occur because what they don't realize is that, you know, the extreme views that they're pushing, uh, you know, they're trying to cater to the point zero 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 whatever percent of people that think that that is acceptable. Yeah. Um, but luckily, I haven't really seen things around like that around uh, around here and around uh, uh yeah, I just luckily have not. I mean, it's not really that lucky. I mean, I deliberately moved to places where they're not doing that type of stuff. But in Puerto Vallarta, uh, I wish I could say the same, but it's mostly if I go into the romantic zone over here, it's one neighborhood filled with them. And uh, it was two years ago that a church put up in the street, gays go home in big letters. And that sign stayed up for like eight months. So like just just a bit of an idea, because Mexico is a very conservative country um, overall. And then you just have this one neighborhood that's really pushing stuff. And it was really disgusting there is like there are gay guys going on the steps of churches and ha and having anal sex on the step of the church and taking photos of it and then you know all these anti-christian people go ha it's hilarious it's not it's like really disgusting imagine if like people went to synagogues and threw pork at them i'm not telling anyone to do that by the way the point is you know you would have global outcry over that and it would be all over the news but because they're attacking christians it's the same thing as if you look at in canada they can burn down churches in mass and everyone's okay with that and if you say anything against it it's bigotry against native americans which i am one and i i would say it's not bigotry it's wrong to burn down churches but you're not allowed to talk about that but if if you go after if you do what kanye does it's uh that's totally a-okay my point is there is a lot of pushback against this stuff and you know eventually their propaganda catches up with them and i think we're starting to see that and um, I, I don't know how much longer we have until people go, OK, we've gone too far this way. Let's go back. Like, OK, yeah, a bunch of six foot four dudes are winning uh, every single women's event. And, you know, I think when it gets to that point, I mean, just like that, I forgot what the name of that swimmer was uh, or even what school it was it was at. But, you know, yeah, the guy is like, yeah, the guy is like, I'm a pretty big guy. I'm like six, six, one, one. And this guy's like three inches, like probably taller than I am. Uh, I was also, I mean, I was also a decorated swimmer and this guy was even faster than me. Like he was, and then like, he then gets to go parade around as a woman. Like if I wanted to go say I was a woman, I could probably come very close if I were to train being like a world champion in like a 50 meter breaststroke or something. And I'm not making like a funny joke. I got like, Oh, breaststroke. No, I was a breaststroke specialist in college. And I, when it comes to like extreme sprints probably could be like the fastest woman in the world. If I decided I just want to become a woman, I get to go. What? What, what would be the female version of your name? I don't even, I, don't, I, have, I have no idea. So I'm not, I've never, I've never, there, I've never, I've never thought of that. And I don't sure want to think of that, but <laughs> if anything is doing it as a, uh, as some sort of like stunt and then be like, listen, this is all just to show what idiots everybody are to, believing in this ideology but you know it's gonna You're be gonna get hit on it... saying what idiots everybody are you might want to walk that one back a bit and say idiots everyone is before someone clips that out that was like, like is it... our children learning but anyway what go idiot... ahead 
Yeah, well, idiots, everybody is because, you know, they don't want to see, you know, a bunch of six foot four, you know, broad shoulder dudes, you know, beating a bunch of five foot four women uh, in all women's sports. And, you know, and there's nothing progressive about doing that. There's nothing progressive about seeing some six foot tall guy, you know, beating up a woman uh, in, you know, in any one of these, you know, more physical sports that are out there. And it's just a complete travesty. If anything, they should have their own division. Uh, you know, because that's one of the things that probably pissed me off more than most. I mean, you're then taking like all these incentives from all these young girls away because now they're just going to see, you know, a bunch of dudes who couldn't hack it in their own sport, uh, you know, competing a bunch of other guys, you know, and now they're going to have to go compete a bunch of other girls and nothing. And if this sounds extreme, you know what you could do, you can go fuck yourself. Uh, I don't think anyone know, watching us thinks that's extreme, though, at this especially point. like an hour into it. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like an hour into our video, they're like, but I love trans people. Yeah, I don't like, know. I was really with you. And so until you uh, weren't defending six foot four dudes, uh, beating you know, up like beating women in boxing. Three women. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that was demonstrated with Ronda Rousey a few years ago. Amazing fighter, but like against women <laughs> like if, against men it didn't go very well for her and you know did she did she end up getting like not ronda rousey but leah thompson did, and SSC, but did he end up getting uh like ncaa athlete of the year or at least like he was nominated i don't know if he did or not but i think he was in the running for it or uh right but i think he was right banned from uh, pro- uh competing after i think that's part of what i'm kind of getting at is that we are kind of uh, we're starting to move back in the other direction because people have had enough of this stuff. But yeah, it's like it's basically Andy Kaufman from the 1980s wrestling women and beating them up for for money. It's just like it's so crazy. We went from we have to respect women. We should never lay a hand on them to men should dress in drag and beat the shit out of women. It's like, well, uh, yeah. wait a and second. And the one thing about Leah Thomas is because a lot of the stories were like, oh, you know, he was like a OK guy swimmer. Like, no, he was actually an incredibly fast male swimmer who uh you know in the grand scheme of things like if you like i was looking at the states at the time she was putting up for like his 500 free time that would have gotten in most years like first or second place like yeah. in new york state like male uh you know in, in like high school type times so i mean it, so he wasn't some like slow guy i mean to make d1 swimmer you have to be it's super only fast. a little slow in the head that's all yeah, you've only you basically you're like a heartbeat away from the Olympics, like when you're at the D1 level, because it's not like swimming has like a whole, you know, swap of like all these other like club teams and stuff you could right. do. I mean, I know there's like club swimming, but there's it's just a complete joke that this guy can do this and then get, get nominated. Uh, OK, it looks like Leah Thompson lost bid for NCAA Women of the Year and probably lost out to another guy. Who knows? But, yeah, Miss Universe. Uh, <laughs> you saw the Miss Universe, right? The The Hawaiian man. Oh yeah, the big fat Hawaiian man. <laughs> it's all oh, beautiful, most beautiful. Yeah, when I look at that group of of women and see that dude in the middle, like they'll never be able to tell. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like the beautiful women that worked out and did all these things to be in good shape versus like a fat Hawaiian plumber in a dress. Uh, you know, eh, eh, I guess everyone has their own opinions. Well, it looks um, like she lost. Looks like uh, he lost out to a uh, Columbia University fencer, Sylvie Binder. So lost out to a fence. A fencer got uh, got after the year. Right. So, well, even... Oh, and 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 Tim. All right. Um, before I go on to the next thing, can you bring up one of your um predictions there, or two, or whatever? Yeah, I don't really have too many. I think this might be the last. Well, I've got one on Bitcoin, but uh, the one I've got left here is I have 20% of the U.S. grid will go down for three or more days as like a dry run. 
kind of like an Operation Cyber Polygon thing, and then possibly having that getting blamed on on Russia. So it's either going to be getting blamed on Russia or we need 100%. more money for the grid or something. So, uh, yeah, I'd say at least 20% of the U.S. grid goes down for more than three days. 100%. I've been saying that for a couple of weeks, and it, like due to the recent sabotages on the grid, it seems clear that they're either going to blame Russia or right-wing extremists because, and that, that's the most hilarious part, what right-wing extremist wants the grid to go down and, and, and tax it so that, you know, the government could come in and have all this power over people. It's insane because um, recently there's been a bunch of substations attacked and all the mainstream media stories are like, um, it's suspected that right-wing extremists may be involved. It's like, is based on what exactly? Oh, well, because someone used a sniper rifle to shoot one and no leftists would have a gun. Actually, a lot of leftists have guns. And recently I've, I've looked into some of the stats on that. It's like a huge, enormous amount of leftists have guns way more than people realize because they'd like to um, virtue signal, but they don't actually live by their own example. And um, yeah, with Russia, it, it seems obvious. They tried to blame Russia for the Nord Stream pipeline attack, which immediately got backlash because like anyone with a brain notice like why would russia do that it's a huge part of their economy and yeah. it's like obviously who does this benefit well now europe has been uh, many european governments have actually been blaming mi5 um blaming israel and blaming the united states for this so it's interesting. wasn't there another pipeline that opened up like the same day or, like the next day or, like the same week like yeah something like that. that and then it was like traded to china um, and then, of course, the um, Keystone Pipeline exploded mysteriously recently as well. So, yeah, there's a lot of that happening. And I 100 percent agree with you that it would be blamed on Russia. Um, now, I want to move it. I've have I have four more, but they kind of all come together really quick. So I'm going to blast through them as much as I can here. So uh, one of my predictions is some of Epstein's clients are exposed. It seems like there's a lot of movement in that direction with this recent case with JP Morgan getting sued um, by, I believe, the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, it looks like there are there is a potential that we're going to move in a direction where we get at least some people exposed. But I believe it'll be probably a limited hangout where they'll tell part of the truth, not the entirety of the truth to distract us from the entirety of the truth. So they'll throw a few people under the bus. I'm guessing they're going to be Republicans because, well, there's so many far leftists that are involved in this and both sides are. And it's, I shouldn't get into the left right paradigm, but I, I believe that it would be beneficial to the establishment to blame and, and, and like, oh, look, Donald Trump's involved with Epstein or, oh, look, um, you know, I don't know, Katie McEnany. <laughs> Imagine if that happened. I'm just actually right about that one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I, I believe Gilbert that Godfrey, Gilbert Godfrey, they'll use people Gilbert. who are already dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Saget, who would have thunk? Well, um, <clears throat> well, with that said, uh, moving on. Um, I would not be surprised if because Bob again, Saget was on that list at all. Yeah, so. me neither. But imagine for a second that we have all these people that are, um, you know, involved in this human trafficking. And we have Ghislaine Maxwell go to jail for that. And they find her guilty of trafficking to countless elites, but they don't want to find out who those elites are. We recently found out that there's um, people with video or one of the so-called victims has video of a bunch of famous um, people, celebrities and politicians um, raping children that she made copies of off of the computer. And we know that she was one of the main witnesses in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. So we'll see how that plays out in 2023, if that ever comes to light. But why would you say that before you release it? That's how you get Michael Hastings. But anyway, carrying on, I believe that Hollywood will see their worst returns ever monetarily. I don't think we need to elaborate that much on it. I think it's quite clear that Hollywood is dead. Um, complete with its testosterone, according to James Cameron, we shouldn't have testosterone. 
testosterone bad and we shouldn't take risks. Yeah. Meanwhile, his whole career has been based on taking risks and having a bit of balls to actually go and do crazy things in the movie industry. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen an entire movie this in this entire year uh, or a movie this entire year. And I'm, I'm also not even sure if I even saw one last year either. So, I mean, I've, I've been doing as much as I can to not support Hollywood. Yeah, they're emasculating men and, movie. you know, they're really starting to get hit by that. When Top Gun, the new Top Gun movie came out, everyone attacked it as too manly. And it, meanwhile, it's like doing better than any other movie, but they keep trying to push this um, nonsense that they're losing money because it's part of an agenda. And it's what Andrew Tate has been talking about, the emasculation of men and why Hollywood is utilizing this in order to um, essentially turn men into women, women into men. With the trans woke ideology, it's part of transhumanism. It's a eugenics operation and to destroy testosterone, to destroy sperm count and make it so that we not only are killed off and there's dysgenics where they kill the human in the human, but they also make it so we literally cannot have children. And we're getting very close to that. It's apocalyptic. We're below the rate that we need to be going forward. And of course, Hollywood's a big part of this, um, a big player in this game. And again, if we have under the amount of sperm count necessary, it means that within about 100 years, we're going to end up in an apocalyptic uh, die off. And we're already seeing that from the jabs. So probably even probably even sooner than that. I mean, yeah. right, that'll just be the, the, the rate, end result of it. Yeah. Uh, the rate of miscarriage from the vax, definitely. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Now, I mean, the other thing kind of going along with, you know, all the testosterone is basically every single thing you buy in the store. I mean, the average American in the store has soy in it, which soy is going to be the most genetically modified crop that there, that there is. Also, uh, you know, not really good when it comes to, uh, you know, testosterone and men and all the other, other sort of stuff. And recently just uh, tried buying some uh, baby chicks. I did buy some baby chickens and, uh, you know, but trying to get one that where the parents weren't fed soy, you know, uh, you know, that they're all fed organic, that they're not vaccinated. I mean, it takes forever to get these sort of things uh, to your place. So I still yeah. have to wait like another month and then, then trying to find chicken feed that then didn't have soy in it. Like basically every little baby chick feed you go to the store, all of them say like the first or second ingredients, like soy, 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 soy. It's just so it's, so even if you're conscious about this stuff and trying to avoid it, it's just like the links, but the average person is not conscious or not reading the labels. They're just going through getting every single thing with soy in it. And uh, now we're a whole nation of a bunch of soy boys. So, yeah. And I do want to point out that um, cow milk is actually one of the number one things that has estrogen in it more so than soy, generally speaking. But soy is so incredibly, incredibly genetically modified. One of the number one genetically modified plants in the world behind. Uh, well, I think it's that and corn um, that and, and that and rapeseed, obviously. But I think going forward, we as individuals need to move away from those kinds of foods, processed foods specifically, obviously, going forward, if we want to save our sperm count and save us for future generations, we don't need to be killing ourselves when they're trying to kill us because we're doing the job for them. And we can all learn a thing or two about that. I've made terrible health choices in my life, as Tim knows, and I know Tim's made a few bad health choices himself. So Look, the idea is that we need to, um, you know, resist temptation to the things that we think are like treats. We're giving our, ourselves treats by get, poisoning ourselves. That's the it's the opposite. We're poisoning ourselves. We're killing ourselves under the guise of, oh, I'm going to have a cheat day and I'm going to do this. Yeah, that's a great way to um, continuously take time off your life that you could be spending doing something good. Um, so that's important going forward. Health is important. That's why I have a bunch of health links in the description. Uh, shameless a plug. We have uh, CBD oil that's organic and non-GMO, etc. We have uh, you know apricot seeds and all that kind of stuff and non-GMO storable foods. 
Anyway, use code WAM, W-A-M. Anyway, uh, I want to finish this off with two more. One is we're going to see a mass exodus from Facebook um, because people are, you know, have had enough of Facebook. Even like young people aren't on Facebook anymore. And it's, it, it's been utilized as a catalyst for um, the, the social credit system for quite some time, but it's just, it's fading. And while people are going to complain all day long in the media about Twitter, letting people say things, even though they're not really doing that, it's, it, that's a psyop, but let's use this for a second as an example, as people are freaking out about that, the, the real world, um, example is the actual usership and usership is skyrocketing on Twitter. It's collapsing on Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg is being, is being exposed by, um, you know, by himself, really he went on Joe Rogan and said the FBI told him to take down the Hunter Biden story, which we know that that that's a coup. Um, so all of that, it's all adding up. It doesn't look good for Facebook. They're going to fade out of existence eventually. And they're going to keep trying their meta thing, but their stocks are collapsing. Their meta, the metaverse is collapsing. That's a big test for the internet of things. I guess people were just not ready for it yet until their bank account depends on it. So we'll see how far that goes. And, um, finally, my last prediction for 2023. Anyway, that's cheesy as hell. Uh, motions by states to secede. So I believe that we are going to see several states like Texas and California, very polar opposite sides of this, um, push to secede from the uh, actual nation. Now, they will be, you know, we'll still see California controlled by the World Health Organization through treaties, through the World Economic Forum and stuff like that, through China. I believe that we are going to see some major notions for Calexit and for Texit and for, um, um, you know, Floridexit, whatever you want to call it with Florida. Um, and it's Flexit. really, yeah. And I, I don't know, man, it's, it's going to get crazy out there and I, I, I'm not sure it's going to succeed, but eventually it will, um, no come down to states. Yeah. Uh, succeed succeed well and you know i almost forgot one thing there's an election coming up and um i also think that we're going to see a show a, a showdown between biden if he is alive by the election <laughs> um and we're going to see a, a a showdown between him desantis and trump and i think desantis is probably gonna going to be the winner of that versus Trump, but um, we'll see what happens. Uh, it's it's hard to say. Trump is really well, that's still, still not that's still not going to be solved. So this time next year, we'll still be deliberating on that as well. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I, I believe think... that we're going to see the election show off between those guys. And by the end of um, this coming year, 2023, um, we will see that come to some form of sort of fruition. So we're going to definitely I think we're going to see DeSantis um, run. And I think we're going to, and it's all nonsense. Government is organized crime. My friends uh, live freely, live by example, break free from DeSantis, the matrix, but... And this is not an endorsement of DeSantis, but DeSantis is going to wipe the floor with Donald Trump. I mean, just the fact that yeah. Trump uh, supported the vaccine. And for anyone that doubts me, I can go back to prediction video and September 26th, 2016, they said Trump's going to win. They're going to blame it on the Russians. Why they're going to win the Russians. And then on a video at on a speech at Anarchapoco said Trump's gonna lose because he's gonna have it stolen. Here's the states that are gonna steal on a PowerPoint. The only state I missed was Georgia. So, you know, if you know someone else that had both of those, uh, you know, better than me, let me know. But odds are who's ever watching didn't. But I honestly think Trump has got uh no shot at all of winning. First off, you know, these are all doesn't matter anyways, uh, because you know, this it's all about central bankers. Uh, this is all some yeah. big con game. 
Uh, and but then from a geopolitical standpoint, though, I think he's dead in the water from the standpoint of supporting the vaccine, uh, doubling, tripling down, especially what he did with uh, was it Bill uh, Bill O'Reilly when he's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm double boosted and jabbed, or uh, yeah, you he know, keeps pushing it, he keeps shot. pushing it, and and he like um, there's backlash against Alex Jones recently because Alex Jones is, uh, put him on on uh, put his feet to the fire and said, hey, if you um, don't go back on the vaccine, I'm going to endorse DeSantis, and. Then Trump called him and said, give it up with the vaccines. I support the vaccines, he said. Well, DeSantis doesn't. DeSantis is far more like Bolsonaro, who will eat um, pizza on the curb uh, outside of a New York restaurant instead of actually. I still don't know how much I, I still don't really trust. I mean, yeah, DeSantis didn't really lock things down in Florida. But I mean, he also he comes from a state that. Uh, entire industry revolves around tourism. So basically, well, very, I've, backlash I've, at home. I've been and then, very, yeah, then very, he comes from Yale. Then he comes from Yale. Like, oh, like skull I really and bones. trust. Yeah, yeah like he's, I really, he's skull and bones. Yeah, I didn't even know that, but I wasn't surprised, be surprised at all. But I'm like, okay, a guy that lots of swamp creatures. I mean, anyone that's smart can really kind of put their finger up in the air, get a beat in the people, know what to say, even if they don't really believe in it, yeah. to then get elected. Because, you know, you could be a smart, I could know the things if I wasn't trying to piss people off, which is not usually something I care about, because uh, I'm always, you know, pissing people off somehow. Uh, you, you could know what to say. And so I think with him, it's like, you know, you could kind of take the Trump playbook, you know, take the areas where he's lacking, uh, you know, come up with a better polished message that has a lot less baggage. And certainly in, you know, I'll make another kind of crazy prediction. I think uh, you could maybe even see like, maybe even like Kirsten Cinema throw her name into the ring. But, you know, I would say maybe more for the next go around. Uh, it kind of depends what's going on with Biden, uh, at least on the Democratic side. Because I know she recently left as an independent, but maybe that could be a bigger play to kind of come back in as a Democrat, but then not try to win over some of the you know Republicans. But you know that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day and all the inside baseball stuff behind her, because uh, there's a lot of inside baseball. And actually, one of the guys that uh, almost sank her campaign inadvertently in 2003 from interviews, actually Ernest Hancock, who's, you know, yeah. a good friend that we both know. And so I've, I've gotten a lot of, uh, you know, inside baseball and stuff that she was, uh, you know, has been up to, you know, from her days in the green party to her Democrat to now yeah. independent. And I wouldn't be surprised if she circles back around. Uh, but who, I, I mean, does, is Biden this time next year really going to be, uh you know having his hat in the ring to uh to it, it is a question it is a question because he was recently asked about the election he's like there's an election coming up like he doesn't even know by the way i have good news tim um i found your female name it's uh tamara so you could you could go by tammy if you want to go you know do some drag and do some swimming and kick some uh female ass what, what do you think I think you've given uh, the trolls an absolute uh, treasure trove versus of sound bites today. And, uh, <laughs> I think that's and a yeah. point because that's the only way to combat the trolls. And by the way, I agree with the, the DeSantis thing because, um, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, th this is a guy that didn't free Kingsley Edwards father, Michael Edwards, and signed off against that because the guy had a tablespoon of cocaine and now he's in jail for 65 years. It's wrong. He's, um, I think, pledged his support of the Iraq war in the past. Look, there's a lot of problems. The biggest problem is people looking to government as a solution to their their problems. And I think if people look into themselves, they will find an answer. And that answer I mean, is that said, I do God. like a lot of his rhetoric. I do like a lot of the actions. I yeah. think he's a well, really well spoken guy. I mean, Hitler was also a really well spoken guy and, and you know, Time magazine person of the year. So I mean, just because someone is a well spoken guy 
uh, and, you know, can say the right things to rile up people, uh, you know, doesn't mean that they're really great because I don't really necessarily truly believe uh, that he believes what he's saying. He's doing things that don't necessarily have a big, uh, you know, political recourse. But, you know, let's see when push comes to shove, you know, where he really stands. But, you know, I'm not going to think it's going to be a new day for tomorrow, you know, even if he does get in. Yeah, well, that's the thing, because people keep looking at like, oh, well, we have all these problems caused by government. We need the right guy in government. It's like if they were legit, they would be shot in the head before they got into office. I mean, it all comes down to score. It comes down to scoreboard. I mean, I had a life size cutout of Donald Trump. Embarrassing that Well, actually, my wife had got me at the time. I go out and buy it. I have over there. I have a two hundred fifty dollar assigned Trump hat that I spent before the election. Now it's probably worth more than that. But a white MAGA hat that again, thinking that he was going to win. I was fully supporting Donald Trump going into 2016, but then immediately, you know, started pissing me off with all the things he's doing. But, you know, then I was getting called a libtard and all sort of stuff. But, you know, what's the scoreboard? The scoreboard is after four years of Donald Trump. uh, We've never been less free. We've never had, you know, more outrageous debt and deficits going on. I've never had more propaganda, you know, so, but yeah, he was being attacked seven ways to Sunday, but how did he handle it? He handled it by, you know, trusting Fauci and having all these other swamp creatures and having like a freaking Bolton for Christ's sake, you know, I can't remember the guy's name, John Bolton up there. Uh, And and it goes on and on. And even like the first guy he had up there, like Reince Priebus, as his uh, you know first campaign campaign staff. I mean, these are anyone in the conspiracy game could you know you don't have to be you know some uh, you know you know what are they black belt judo master and conspiracies to know Ryan's Priebus and John Bolton and these are not good guys. Uh, you know Kushner. I mean, it's just he surrounded himself with all these guys, and at the end of the day, at the head of it, he needs to take the blame for this and he got propagandized into supporting the vaccine and supporting everything else well and operation warp free, speed so. is probably operation warp speed has probably killed more children than any president in u.s history has ever killed children that's a pretty big list and again um i'm not going to pretend that i'm not totally pointing fingers at him among the deep state obviously but again yeah and he fills his office with all these um globalists and then says i'm a nationalist and a globalist and take the guns first ask questions later and all that kind of stuff look it's 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 insane it's insane he put in uh, jerome powell and of course at the end of the day his nfts are absolutely terrible so that's what everyone needs to be thinking about right now but uh yeah, i watched like about a two minute clip uh of like of tim cast when uh they were talking was like charlie kirk was talking uh, talking about like trump and guns and actually i will give because i don't give this guy credit very much uh but luke radowski i'll give him a little bit of credit where he was trying to trying to have criticism against trump and the guns and like and everybody was against him like oh no like screw you like trump was so great on the guns just imagine how worse it would be with hillary or how mad how worse it would be with with joe biden it's like well actually trump was what it says you know take the guns first and uh, bang the bump stocks and doing all, like, yeah so- but as we know luke will sit on his hands and let uh tim do most of the speaking anyway because at the end of the day he wants to be on a big show but um yeah i, I you know th- the point is th- there should be backlash over that stuff and, t- and tim pool is of course, a leftist who gets off on the idea that he, oh, he's just learning things now on video. Why would I want to watch someone just learn things now? I want to learn from someone that already knows things and isn't just always sitting on a fence perpetually while Luke Radowski. He's branded um, as like right wing extremists. It's like, yeah, and then, on, and then Luke just for- throws in his like milk toast arguments <laughs> versus it. It's just, it's terrible. Look, you know what? 
God bless them. I, I wish them well, but I can't, I just can't, I can't, I don't, whenever I see a clip from that, I'm like, I can't, I'm turning this off. I, I, well, I, I know saw the clip that they were in Phoenix, that they're at an event that was in Phoenix. Like first off, it's called America Fest. I'm like, oh yeah, like what a waste of time that that is. But yeah, yeah. they're all just there circle jerking themselves and talking about how great Trump is and how MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. Uh, you know, when I was trying to talk about, you know, blockchain based voting and how they're going to steal the election, you know, even, you know, right after Trump won, I was talking about this in 2016. And, you know, talking about decentralization, talking about the need to be on social media that that they couldn't shut down and how they eventually would. And so all the major, major, major things and attack vectors that they used at Donald Trump are the same things that I was bitching about right after he won. And in the hopes that, you know, we could actually move the ball down the road and actually like, try to have a free society that would be long lasting and right. not like Biden gets in there and like, boom, everything's undone. And I do think that the election was stolen. And I was at ground zero, probably one of the first people that's ever, that was openly talking about that on a freaking PowerPoint. And it's not like I have like a hundred clips saying one thing, a hundred saying the other. No, I probably have about two, 300 saying that he was going to lose going and pissing off all the, first off, I pissed off all the liberals saying he was going to win. Then I pissed off all the Republicans saying it was going to be stolen from him. And then now it's just like, oh, I'm just that, that crazy guy. It's, who, it's uh, best to piss off everyone because almost all the time when you piss off everyone, you're usually right. I mean, that's just, it's just always, which is why I voted, which is why I voted for yay. And uh, 20, I wrote, I wrote his name in the 2020. Cause I'm like, I'm going to piss off all the anarchists. Cause I voted, I'm going to piss off the libertarians, which I was a delegate for the party. Didn't even vote for their clown that they had up there. Uh, obviously not going to vote for Trump given operation warp speed and obviously not going to vote for Biden, but you know, who knows? Maybe I, maybe I would want to vote for Biden just cause like, okay, okay. Can we hurry up this collapse a little bit sooner? Uh, like I'm sick of just like slow walking into this. Well, the demoralization of a country. Like the whole idea is they want to control, uh, to control, collapse the empire. And Orwell always said demoralization at the end of an empire. That is what leads to the end of the empire. So you end up with politicians that are so absurdly stupid that they, they, they're walking into walls, Justin Trudeau, Joe Biden, Macron, you have now Lula, a convicted criminal Lula, who definitely did not win that election in Brazil, um, being installed right now as Bolsonaro has had to flee to the United States. I mean, it is absolutely crazy. And it's it kind of goes back to that Yuri Bresmanov interview with uh, Jira mm -hmm. Griffin. I mean, about the yep. complete demoralization campaign. And just you can see that done just in spades, yeah. the complete the demoralization is efforts. Yeah, trans kids is a great example. And Joe Biden pooping his pants in front of the Pope. Anyway, that's a great way to end this video today. We've talked for hours now. So um, we need to make sure that my computer doesn't shut down. And I lose the whole video. Um, this video will um, be going out either January 1st or 2nd um, because, you know, I have another video. It's going to take me forever to edit. And I shoot this on New Year's Eve and it is 5.18 p.m. where I am right now. So as I finish off this video. I wish everyone a happy new year. I'm definitely not going to be able to spend the whole night editing because it is um, uh, another pointless celebration as time goes by. But hey, it's a good it's a good excuse or as they say in Mexico, a pretexto, an excuse to go out and have some fun, uh, hang out with family. If you've been abandoned by your family, hang out with your new family, your friends and um, have an amazing new year. And again, uh, stay away from uh, winter vagina. Uh, of course, there's climate change. There's um, uh, marijuana and video games because you might die suddenly. I'm just I, I want to give everyone a, a, a due warning going into this new year. Um, winter vagina.
number one cause of death. Okay. So, all right. Uh, I appreciate everyone watching today. And again, I urge people, if you want to become a client of Tim, Tim yeah, that's a great, um, yeah, a segue in from the Pope prepping his pants, winter vagina to then segue into me. Thank you. Well, of course. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, thelibertyadvisor.com, thelibertyadvisorshow.com. And of course, there's a bit.ly link in that description where you can get a free initial consultation, a free portfolio review with Tim Pachote. Again, he has been protecting his clients' money from the Great Reset and um, doing is basically the only financial advisor out there that's doing this. So check that link in the description. Check out learntherisk.org, of course, as well, and go support them. They're trying to put up... Um, yeah, there we go. So... You, you have that one. I have a Liberty Advisor with Learn the Risk on the back here. Um, if you're listening, you have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, and again, if you go to learntherisk.org, you can find a bunch of information on vaccines and um, the eugenics operations we're witnessing with stats and, and information that you need. Again, they're trying to raise money to put up billboards and do stuff like that so that they can wake people up about the dangers of vaccines to their children. So... Got to say one more thing. I see a, a new headline. CDC reports a new strain of Omicron taking over in the U.S. About 40% of the U.S. confirmed cases are caused by this XBB 1.5 strain. Oh, my God. So it's like we're I, right it's, back it's, at it. I know. It's amazing that people actually fall for this stuff. It's truly, truly incredible. And I didn't even see with, that article until like right now as we talk about all this stuff. But yeah, Well, especially we with China, like they believe that after the protests, they just magically um they ended these protests and they just magically uh ended up with 60 percent of their country sick 10 percent of the world uh i think you have to be extremely extremely stupid to fall for that stuff and a lot of independent media is falling for it but anyway we need to close this off so uh, i urge people to check those links below heavensharvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-gmo heirloom seeds water filtration storage books and how to get started use code wham w-a-m and you get free shipping on much of those products. Again, this is all in the description. And if if we haven't learned from the things we've gotten right over the last couple of years, then we're in for a big surprise because again, we have everything in front of us that we've been predicting coming true. And we just want to mobilize humanity to create a new civilization based in freedom and individualism and family and, and all the things that made us great and not fall into this um, perpetual deep hole of, of, of evil. Um, why, why do you laugh at that? Why, why do you laugh at deep hole? I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, so great. The great reset's coming. We don't want to fall into that. Um, and the best way to not fall into that trap is to be prepared because that's how we fight the war for humanity. So again, check those links in the description. We have whamsurvival.com for long-term storable foods as well. You save a bunch of money if you go through us on there. We have Lion Energy for batteries, um, of course, solar, solar panels, solar chargers. Um, if you use our link in the description, you get money off and you get free shipping and 100% money back guarantee. So don't be dependent on the government grid going forward. Of course, we have uh, rncstore.com, which I mentioned earlier for apricot seeds, um, laetrile, etc. We have Enganic, um, which we have linked in the description for CBD oil, CBD cream and CBD pills. If you're anxious, you're having a hard time sleeping. Make sure to check that out. It also helps with inflation and a whole host of other stuff. It's completely organic and THC free, which is the most unfortunate part of it. But hey, it is what it is. Um, and of course, we have, uh, well, we have a whole bunch of other links. Just check the description. This has gone long enough and I don't think anyone's watching. But if you are, I'm going to put the same um, thing forward that I asked people to do last year in our prediction video. Write pancakes in the comments, write pancakes. Then I'll know if you've actually watched to the end because uh, yeah, it's a long one. I'd, I would not blame anyone. 
for turning off by this point. But hey, if you're if well, you're still good watching, thing you didn't, good thing they had to type in our uh, winter vagina. So you know, I guess yeah. we saved them with pancakes. Yeah, biggest issue yeah. going forward: winter vagina and um, climate. The climate crisis. We we have to watch out because it gives people sudden death. Anyway, again, check out the Liberty Advisor. <laughs> anyway, any final words, Tim? No, you're just a master at rolling into these different promos. But yeah, it's a deep dark hole. Of, I don't know what I'm going to say what I was what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh wow! Okay. It had to do with Hillary. It had to do with Hillary Clinton. But I was just like, ah, oh, we're at, oh, now, now I'm not hungry geez. anymore. Well, so, we are we are going into, into to see like. <laughs> we're yeah. going into 2023 exactly how i expected we'll be more, we'll um, be more prepared next year we'll have we'll, we'll have our stuff together better next year yes exactly and again you could watch or listen to this on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, podbean etc we're on rockfin he's got channels everywhere the liberty advisor you can check it out liberty the liberty advisor show.com and um yeah, uh, I appreciate everyone watching. Happy New Year, everyone. Um, and we will see you in the new year. Well, well actually, will, this video will, is S- will SBF still be alive this time next year? SBF? Yeah. Uh, hmm. That's a good one. I'm going to say 50-50 on that one. I feel like he's being thrown under the bus, but he could be Epstein or he could just be like Epstein and sitting on a beach in Israel. It's hard to really say. But anyway, uh, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the latter. They could be like, I think he could be Epstein, but actually sitting on a beach somewhere. So he definitely has a dead man switch. I mean, he's involved in all this anyway. Oh, okay. That's it. This video is coming out in the new year. So I can't really say happy new year because it's already the new year, but have a happy, happy day. Anyway. The, uh, yeah, the rest <laughs> of the videos will be, will be more uh, concise and congruent. <laughs> Plus winter vagina. Ruined winter vagina. Anyway, uh, I'll talk to you guys later. I appreciate everyone watching. Until next time, this is Josh Sigurdsson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth. Be the change. I'm sure you have already changed people's minds in your young age because you're involved, and I like that.